Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Jess, you know how facialists and derms are always telling us that the skin on our body deserves the same attention as the skin on our face? Well, Sol de Janeiro is giving me the inspiration to actually follow that advice for once. The Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is basically clinically proven skincare and body cream that smells amazing. The fact that the Beige Flor Elastic Cream smells so good and it's really effective makes it a perfect two-in-one for me. Totally, the scent would be enough to keep me going, but the Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is also packed with some seriously effective skincare ingredients. There's cold press cacao oil. I've also been using the cream on my neck and chest, which is an area that could use some love. But to be honest, I wasn't really inspired to treat it before. However, since I've been using this, I've noticed a big difference. Plus, get this, Sol de Janeiro also did a third-party study of the Beige Flor Elastic Cream and found it improved the appearance of crepiness on consumers' chest skin in just two weeks. It's the smell for me, though, Jen. You can layer the Elastic Cream with Sol de Janeiro's Cherosa 68 Perfume Mist. You know the scent. It smells so good. It's got pink dragon fruit, lychee essence, vanilla, sun musk, mm -mm -mm, sheer. You can spray it whenever you want, wherever you want, on your hair, your clothing, your body. There's no rules. And we have some great news. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code mascara10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code mascara10 for 10% off. Get ready to lose your wig. We have a very exciting episode today. Before I tell you who our special esteemed guest is, Jen, what do we have on deck? Um, from wigs to sponges and blenders, what's new in the makeup sponge world? Um, then my adventures in lasering continue. I gotta fill you in on what happened. I hope you're okay. And then lastly, the reactionary haircut. Intrigued. Tell us who is going to grace us with his and her presence. Drag legend Bianca Del Rio. <laughs> nice dance. <laughs> so Jess, I was I was busy this week. I had a lot of appointments. Didn't see you at many. One of them was with. Is that shade? I'm throwing a little shade. I'm inspired shade. by our guest. Um, <laughs> 
You know, I was hanging out with Drew Barrymore. Have you heard of her? Um, yeah, she's only like Hollywood royalty slash beauty scion. <laughs> Get over myself. All right, she had, a, she had an event for Flower Beauty, mm-hmm. and so she was showing us all the products for 2017. She's coming out with a makeup sponge. And I was like, who doesn't have a makeup sponge now? But she said the best thing about it, she's like, oh, when you wet it, it like blows up to the size of a Buick, which got me thinking about makeup sponges. Do you use them? I think they're little germ farms. Germ forms? Little germ farms. Germ farms. Little germ farms. Truly. You don't even put them on your face? I don't use them. Okay. We're talking about like Beauty Blender is the most obvious one. I think they were one of the first to do like a non-latex sponge in the teardrop shape. You've seen it. Wander Beauty, our former guests, came out with one recently. Sonia Kashuk mm-hmm. has one. Maron has one. All the companies have one. Flower's doing one. It's purple. I guess whatever their material is, when you wet it, it mm-hmm. gets huge. Yeah. I am a blender fan. I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, making one or, like, there's nothing wrong with the product inherently. Yeah. But it becomes a germ farm because very few people are washing them as quickly and as like often as they need to. That's so it's just gonna absorb your caked on makeup, your little greasy breakfast paws, <laughs> like your toothpaste, like, you know, spray. It's just like absorbing everything that's in your bathroom but, or in your makeup bag. But nothing finishes foundation like it. I use, this is how I use it, in case you were curious. Okay. Um, I don't use it to apply the foundation, I apply it with my fingers, but then I dampen one mm-hmm. and I just sort of like, I'm going to say stipple. Is stipple a good verb? Yeah, yeah. I sort of like bounce it around my face yeah. to make it look less foundation-y. Does that make sense? Sure, yeah. You want to like, create like a nice like soft Right, because I'm not going for like the, the YouTube aesthetic for work. I'm right. going more for the like, oh, this is my natural skin. Right. And I feel like it just m- sort of blurs the finish of the foundation. So I've used the Beauty Blender one. I wanted, I wanted to share with you my favorite. Sure. I still think it has the best shape. You know how it has a teeny tiny pointy yeah, tip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can really get in those inner corners. The corners of the eyes. But, wait, let me pull Jess. Guys, here's a tip. Here's a tip, guys. I'm finding out about all my verbal tics, by the way, <laughs> like by working with Jen. Go on. I can't do it the way you do. Your register drops and you go, guys, here's a tip. Um, Real Techniques, you know the brush company? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They make a beauty blender. Shouldn't, no, it's not a beauty blender. It's a cosmetic sponge for eight bucks. It's, I... They're, in, they're almost exactly the a same. A sponge should not be more than eight bucks. You could get a bag full of triangles that you can throw out after each use. Well, if you were curious Guys, if to you know. Really want to use a sponge, get one of those. Okay, that's the other thing. So, like, Maron makes those white yeah. sponges. They are different, though, because I looked into this. The sponges, obviously, they're not latex, nor are any of those white triangles anymore. Nothing's made with latex because people have allergies. They're made with nitrile butadine rubber. Mm. NBR or this okay. other kind of rubber they bake it and the density of it depends on how big the cells are so I think Beauty Blenders is one of the softer ones okay Wander Beauty made a denser one that like bounces yeah, around that better one, yeah. and I like the Real Techniques one because it has a flat edge so I feel like when I'm doing my little stipply bounce it hits at like a nice flat spot and just like blurs it all out but it's only eight bucks Much it better. sounds really fun Listen, Tom... Can I bounce a sponge all over your face? You can try it, but listen, Tom Peshaw said something once that always stuck with me. What? You don't know how clean a brush is or your, or the, um, you know, sponges. You always know how clean your hands are. Got a devil's haircut in my mind. Got a devil's haircut in my mind. Jen, I love seeing what's going on in the cut. 
you know, the cut.com, well, newyorkmag.com. Totally. Newyorkmag.com's the cut. There's always really interesting, like, first person pieces and all that. Um, but there was a piece that really caught my eye and that's trending. It's all about people, women, who have gotten a haircut post Trump as, we, like, because he got elected? Yes. Like, some kind of statement, some kind of, like, we can do it or like a big middle finger to like, you know, the system. Okay. And I had to roll my eyes. What do they think? They're Joan of Arc? Like I'm going to say. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I'm not ragging on the cut for publishing this. I'm ragging on the idea of, you know, this, this trend, so to speak, if, if it is actually a trend. So here's a quote that I just kind of like almost fell off my seat or like wanted to take a nap. Maybe, it says, maybe this is some kind of compensation for not getting what we want in the election. By changing our hair, we can control the outcome. Uh, are you effing kidding me? A, who's, they didn't get what they want, but I'm sure there's lots of women who got the outcome of the election they wanted. Yes, A. and they're, they're at home happy as clams. B, oh, this is always the case with haircuts. I feel like the media, movies, film, everything, they look to hair as this transformative thing about your inner psyche, gets really Freudian always, don't you think? I'm like, also, but I'm genuinely worried about the person who thinks that by changing their hair, they can control the outcome. I'm sure they think, I'm sure they don't think that. I think it's just like a subconscious need for control. But think about all the movies that Why have, don't you control something by going to help someone do something? I know. Okay, freaking, like that's so freaking so, narcissistic that it makes me sick. That's our society sometimes. Oh, it makes me sick. But, oh, I cut my hair everyone look at me but think about it this way if you oh my god every movie so many movies when they want to show the female character having a catharsis or coming to like Jesus <laughs> moment she's in front of the mirror with the scissors or like G.I. Jane Demi Moore she yeah. shaves her head well, well that I was think for, she, she, she had to okay she's bad going, example yeah. give me another example <laughs> um Lena Dunham Lena Dunham in Girls and she's like I'm going well I mean she was also having some kind of like liter legit mental issue but I, yeah, it's it, we're talking Girl, broad picture. Totally. Yeah. totally. And remember Britney, Britney's moment where she got her head shaved? Oh, that was actually, that was like so warranted because like, yeah. Okay, but yeah, so I mean, all these yeah, oh, people. Oh, Kanye. What <gasps> does Kanye look like? He just got out of the hospital. He had a hair change. He's blonde. <laughs> different. Okay, yeah. different. You're, no, you're not no, no, I'm, not, I'm laughing because of like, it, this is. I, I think, you know, there is a real connection, and, and the New York Mag article did have a, a psych expert who said, like, you know, it's an extension of ourselves. Like, I don't think this is made up, like, you know, they could have easily just put on, like, a pink sweatshirt to signify, like, you know, <laughs> shit's going down. Yeah. But I think there's, like, an element of, certainly with, like, celebrity and with the lady that was quoted there, like, of, like, narcissism. Am I being too harsh? It's just, like look at me, something's going on, or like, I want to make a statement. Am I being a dick? Perhaps they're not saying, look at me. What they're saying is, I feel so out of control. I can't control anything in this earth. There's homeless people on the streets, and I really can't help them. And there's all these problems in America, and I don't know how to fix them. The only thing sometimes you feel like you have control over is your appearance. I feel that way sometimes. Can you take that $200 that that lady probably spent at, like, Bumble and, like, write a check? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, there are ways to, like, make change. But when you're feeling sort of, like, psychiatrically out of control or just you just want to assert that you're like a person and you're in control a haircut kind of does that think about a breakup haircut 
Oh, listen, I've done the breakup haircut. Yeah, those women are annoying me too. I'll give you that. That's just silliness that you can control like an out like an election. I just think it's like it's like oh, a drop I have one in a more bucket. example. This I don't know if this relates completely, but I was reading. You know how there's all those economic problems in Venezuela right now. Yeah. Um, I mean shortages of food, medicine, everything. Yeah. Some of the women there are walking over the border to Colombia to have their hair cut off to sell it so that they have money for food and medicine. And it's just like for some women, but, if if you don't have power anywhere in your life, like you still. You can control your haircut, and you can even use it to make money. Well, yeah, way. but that's like a pragmatic usage. That is, that is. This is but like you know what these women that got their haircut because they're so upset about Trump. Why don't they go to Venezuela exactly. and see what real change needs? Thank like, you. Okay, you wanted to get me Thank fired up. I'm fired. Thank up you. Now. Exactly. There you go. Done. I literally was going to start. Jess, have you noticed anything different about my face? No, something's going on with your face this okay. week. So I, I, I didn't want to ask, but now that we're on the show in front of thousands of people, I figured now would be the appropriate time. time. So I pulled the baby beauty editor no-no, and I went to an event for a medical laser company, and I said, sure, you can give me this medical laser treatment with no warning in a hotel Did you suite. sign any paperwork? Of course not. Um, no, I got a uh, picosecond laser. Okay. So the picosecond lasers are, okay, you've heard of fractional lasers, right? Yes, but would you mind describing that for like the group? So a fractional laser, I don't know the exact wavelength of the laser, but it hits you in bursts and causes thermal damage that then your skin rebounds and repairs itself and that gives you whatever effect it is you're looking for. It depends on the laser. The picosecond lasers hits you in a picosecond burst, which is like even smaller than a nanosecond. So it's mm-hmm. like one 333,000th times a million of a second. And so your skin never actually heats up, which is why I was willing to do it. Because remember, uh, Mary Shook told us not to no do heat. lasers. No, no heat. heat. Yeah. So, so it just causes, it works on pigment instead of like collagen and things like that. So it'll break up pigment. They're really good for getting rid of tattoos. Not the reason I went to do it. And now they're getting marketed as the other treatments that can get rid of like age spots or, you know, acne scars, things like post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation, Mm -hmm. things that are really hard to treat. Okay. So where do we stand right now? So. Because right now... I, have I to had say, some good and you some bad. Like you have some inflammation. So I had some good and bad. He warned me he was going to hit a couple of these little age spotty freckle things. And what happened was the it was like a light brown. You could barely see it. Also, the moral of the story is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I could barely see these things. And then when he hits them with the laser, which feels sort of like an electrical rain, I want to say. like just Static? A little, yeah, almost. Um, the pigment then over the course of the week rises to the surface and sort of flakes off. Wait, you okay, you said electrical rain. So and what you were describing is electrical I had electrical rain. <laughs> like it's a song. Yeah. Um I had not the same laser, but I had the Q switch YAG like yes. a, a long time ago. Yes. And it was for um, freckles. And we could talk about oh, this another right, right. time. Bacon splatter. Another yes, and it 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 felt exactly like bacon splatter. It was the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. And except for one other thing, and it was like the <laughs> cute so mysterious. And <laughs> no, like, no, I want to know the other. No, thing. it was sorry, like sorry. really painful. The Q switch actually hits you for a longer period of time than a than a picosecond laser. Oh, really? So it probably would be more hence painful. the picosecond. Okay, yeah, exactly. But it was horrible. But like you, like it was like the pigment came up and then flaked off like an Oreo like cookie crumble. 
almost, yeah, so that's what's going on on the right side of my face. We did have one accident, and that's what's going over on over here. Oh, no. So I have a mole that's been with me my whole life since I was like a baby mm -hmm. beneath my corner of my lip. Mm -hmm. And as I'm talking to him, I'm like, oh, what happens if you hit a mole? Which was sort of my passive-aggressive oh, way Christ. of being like, don't, don't fucking don't. hit my mole. Yeah. And we're in a hotel room, so I don't think he had great light or whatever. Oh, so Jesus he does Christ. the whole treatment, and I get home, and I realize, I think he lasered my mole. So look, look, it's, it's like white now. Now. Like the pigment came out of the mole. Oh my god! So if I end up having one, like a skin tag instead of a mole, just so what are you going to do? Seriously, what are you going to do? I mean, they're going to get a punch biopsy, which is how you can like get a teeny tiny removal of a mole that's like benign. Or what if I like pulled a Marilyn Monroe and like got brown eyeliner and just colored it back in every day? Oh God, I mean, you might have to. I mean, I feel like it's it's like you know when you have like a problem and you just make it bigger when you try to fix it. This is the moral of the story. Yes. Yeah. I know. I, so, like, guys, don't, like, mess with something. Yeah. Like, it, it, unless you're real serious about it. Yeah, and beauty editors should have learned, <laughs> which I learned long ago, like, you don't have to say yes to everything that's offered to you, like. Yeah, like, would you like free Botox? Would you like free injections? Like, no, complimentary is, like, it's, not not always, like, the best idea. Yeah, like, think about free sushi at the supermarket. <laughs> No, don't take free sushi. Yeah. <laughs> don't lay down in a hotel room for random people to hit you with oh lasers. Um, but I'll, I'll fill you in as we yeah, go forward have and updates. see how it heals and see if my mole is gone forever. We've been doing this a year. We have yet to have a drag queen on. And now we have one of the freaking best. Roy Halak, a.k.a. Bianca Del Rio, winner of RuPaul's Drag Race season six. six Thank yeah, you. It takes that, a minute. Yeah. Not that any anyone is your counting. comedy special like airs this week. Not today. Not today, Bianca. Correct. Yeah, I'm quite excited. How are you? I, I love the name of your special. Well, it's funny because when uh, you landed on it, you must have been like. Well, it's always been. I've always said, "Not today, Satan," which is part of my madness. Uh, you know, in those moments of despair when you're dealing with an asshole, you always go, "Not today, Satan." <laughs> and then uh, they, when we discussed the show, they were like, "Well, what do we want to call it? Do we want to call it Bianca's this, Bianca that?" I'm like, "No, not today, Bianca's probably the best because in the show, uh, it's like I assume that my life's going to be fabulous by moving to Los Angeles and everything goes wrong. So it became "Not today, Bianca" by default, but yes. it worked out well. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's good, yeah. Are you ba you're based here in New York. Uh, well, I was, but now I'm in Los Angeles because I'm fancy. Okay, so I was sort of new to the drag community. You that explains first... your hair. Yeah, oh, I know. It's, er it's early, honey. It's early. So, <laughs> okay, first I need I'm a little etiquette. I'm my loins with those insults. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's actually no. gorgeous. I need an <laughs> etiquette lesson. When, so... I just want to keep calling you Bianca, but it's you're fine. not. Call me whatever you want. Yeah, it's but fine. But like, what is the usual etiquette? Like, if you're not in your drag, do you oh, just call people? Oh, I don't care. People? No, please. Usually, people call me an asshole, but uh, <laughs> anything, anything is fine. I answer to all of it. No, like, I feel I'm like not... RuPaul. I would call RuPaul even if he was naked and like nothing. Yeah, but on it's his always Ru. Yeah, it's always Ru. Right. But you're Roy in real life. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry not... to bust that. No, no, not at all. No, yeah. please, you don't want to get the illusion that I'm in drag right now. But no. Um, Rue is always Rue, so it's kind of crazy, you know, uh, but but that's a different caliber. I mean, Rue, right. Rue's the shit. I, I'm secondary to that. But, uh, but um, no, I, I don't get uh, fancy, and I don't think of it that way. I don't think, oh, it's a different character. I always say that if I didn't wear a wig, well, usually, 
when when I don't wear a wig, they call me a nasty fag. And then I wear a wig, they go hysterical. So it's the packaging <laughs> to get away with it. So it's not real. We need to get some wigs. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get some wigs. And you can be a total cunt. It's perfect. It's great. Yeah. I'm sure some people think that already. <laughs> JK, JK, JK. So um, drag has always been like a subculture. But now it's very much like in pop culture, like with RuPaul's Drag Race and like even like kids who, you know, are not attached to that world at all or like not today Satan yeah. like you know using slang how you know why do you think that came about like why, why do you think this has happened well I think that also I mean in this particular world right now um, pop culture sucks you know there's not anything nothing interesting going on and there's so many stupid people in the world I mean despite the fact social media has kind of transformed our world into a place where you could just swipe and find out mm-hmm. information a lot of people don't people don't buy books people don't read people don't understand culture or past they don't or, listen to a full album they don't drives care. me crazy no, they don't. No, yeah. they don't. You know, uh, their biggest discussions are, you know, Beyonce's got a new song without thinking about everything else that's happening. And so, I mean, I'm fortunate enough because I'm 41, said that, you know, you've kind of been through this cycle and you've seen different things happen. Um, that I'm a firm believer in, you know, go out there, do something that's interesting, and maybe people will do some research on it. Maybe they'll figure it out. And, and with me traveling, uh, with doing my stand-up show, I'm there, and there's like 13-year-old boy in heels with his grandmother. And I go, that's pretty fucking fabulous. It's amazing how mainstream uh, RuPaul's Drag Race has become, and it's also given people you know, insight to what's going on. Inside, uh, we're not creatures or monsters or crazy. I mean, 80% of the show, we're out of drag, so they see us as human beings, and mm-hmm. they go, wow, you know, we can relate to them. So it's kind of been amazing on that level. Uh, did I expect it? No. Did I think about it on that grand scale? No. And it's global. You know, so you I mean, credit the show, really, with show, bringing yeah. so much. I mean, come on. you got a 13-year-old boy and his grandmother yeah. coming to pay a ticket to see me. And yeah. you sit back and you go, wow, that's kind of amazing that they saw it on TV and the grandmother didn't find it that offensive. And they go, how great. <laughs> and then they bought a ticket. They came. Mm-hmm. And here is this boy in heels going, my grandma loves me. And I go, that's pretty amazing. Wait, so let's take us back to you as 13. Like, I'm sure that's not when you created Beyonce. Never, Bian- never. You just came out of the womb 40 years old. <laughs> how did you come up with the character of Bianca? How did you get that name? Where did by it default, start? By default, by default. Actually, I wish I had a great story. Um, a friend of mine uh, was drunk in a bar and said, uh, "You look like a Bianca." I said, "Great." And then we became friends, and that became my name. And then, like a couple years later, <laughs> she's like, "I got to be honest with you, uh, Bianca died." And I went, oh, that's lovely. So I remind you of your your dead friend. Oh, no. And so I became that. And then once I won Drag Race, she goes, I have to tell you the truth. Bianca's not dead, and she's very upset with you. Oh, <laughs> and so what? Became, have you met Bianca? I have not met her, oh. uh, but it's kind of interesting. Do we know anything about this Bianca? Uh, like, no, who no, is she? She's not dead, but she's almost dead because she doesn't get booked. But yeah, it is, <laughs> and she's very upset with so, you. So that couldn't be called your muse or your inspiration. But like growing up, did you have any inspiration in the entertainment world or oh, totally, drag world? Totally. Like who? What? Well, well, not necessarily. What introduced uh, you to this world? Not necessarily drag. I mean, drag is tricky. But mm. uh, there was uh, tons of people. I love Joan Rivers. I love Don Rickles. You know, all those people. Isn't that, that were, drag, sort of? Well, very much so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, an old Jew with a lot of makeup. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's fascinating because it was always humor that, that I enjoyed the most. And I didn't. So you were you like a comedy fan? Like, were you very huge. into comedy? Like, that was your, your thing? Well, as long as it made me laugh, I was right. always happy. And uh, Joan was one of those lovely people. And I had the opportunity you know, obviously before she died, uh, I got to do uh, In Bed With Joan, which was her web Stop series. it. And it's a lot of fun. You got to look it up. It's on YouTube. Oh my God, uh, I will. But she was quite lovely. And they always say, never meet your idols. And then yeah. you meet someone that you love. And, and I left there with more respect than I had going in. What, what, give me like a tidbit. What was that like? Um, so no, awesome. just just smart and funny and, and in it. We were, you know, here it is. Uh, that particular day, which was kind of crazy, uh, I was flying to 
whatever, I think it's Malibu or wherever her daughter lives. Uh, but it's filmed in Melissa Rivers' house. Mm-hmm. This is the, the cheap house before she got the good house now that she's dead. But she has this other house. Well, you know, she got money now. Uh, <laughs> not talent, but money. But um, she, uh, well, no, well, she, she's what she is. Um, but they were very nice, and we flew there that day. And that particular day, Joan had done um, the fashion police that morning, and then she was doing four in bed with Jones, back to back, and I was number three. And the guy before me was that Neve Campbell from uh, Catfish. He's cute, not much personality. He was there, and I went in, and I thought, okay, this lady has been through it today, and mm-hmm. you know, we're at the end of the day. I thought she's going to be rude. She's going to be nasty. The best. We're supposed yeah. to film 17 minutes, and we filmed an hour of us cackling and talking shit about everybody. We talked shit about Kathy Griffin, who we hate. All of it. It was it was pretty genius. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Do you feel like you have to be like? Well, I mean, that's it's not your style to be like safe and like politically correct. But like Joan's gone. Yeah. You know. You oh, have she your want thing. you to be a bitch, like, I feel. like like like. Do you feel like I don't know like reined in at all? I mean, that's no, maybe kind I of a crazy that, question because no, I think you just say what you have to say and it. But it's harder to say what you say now. Well, well, come, Trump's president. We can do whatever we <laughs> want at this point. Obviously, assholes rule the world. But it, it's fascinating that. People tell me, you can't say this, you can't say that. And I go, yeah, you can. You can. Because usually somebody else will think again. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I don't care. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, <laughs> let's talk beauty because we're a beauty podcast. Yeah, this, so you chair's, did ju- this chair's creaking. You're so squeaky. Like me. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Right. We're at the crypt. It's, my it's bones. all good. Um, you did Judy well, obviously. Yeah. You have some skill in the makeup and hair department. Not to mention costumes. We'll get into that, too. But how did you learn to do makeup? By default, first of all, no one ever compliments my makeup, uh, but it, you, you put it on and you layer it and people always say, you know, how do you do this? What is it about? What's your goals? I go, you know, my goal is to look as fabulous as a corpse, you know, because I, <laughs> you know, you, you, you've been there, you know, grandma was dead. You look at her, you go, she looks peaceful. And that's what I want. I yeah. want that peaceful look of a corpse. <laughs> um, what do you call like, a clown in a gown? It's definitely. Very much so. Like, but some drag queens go like a, I'm a beautiful, glamorous no, Jessica Rabbit woman. I feel like you took it there. Well, I'm not. Was that intentional? No. Uh, no, what I mean is uh, it, it's it's layering it on and putting it on. I, I think what's fascinating, though, is that now with the Kardashians, women are wearing far more makeup than, than mm-hmm. ever. You know, uh, it's kind of crazy. They're all about contouring and highlighting and all this madness. But and you just started on your own face and then figured it out as well, you I went? Well, I worked in theater and ballet, opera okay. and ballet, which was fat women who could sing a lot. And you had to make their hair bigger and make their faces bigger because they were, you know, from a distance. They right, had to yeah. look thin and young. Uh, as long as you sang the role, it was good. So it was great uh, training early on, and then it just evolved into what I do, you know. And I, I'm not light with the makeup. <laughs> yeah, that white. You get a lot of a lot of shade for that white oh, uh, I, eyeliner. What's you know the story what? I there? Mad. I love it though. But in I mean, ballet, it sets you apart. What do you ballet, do in ballet? That's yeah. what they did. You know, a lot of it. They they did the white. Oh yes, I'm thinking of that black swan kind of yes, look. Yeah, and you're in the distance, and they you have to have something to keep your eyes open because you know they usually haven't eaten and they're about to pass out. So you have to have. <laughs> That white to look awake, but uh, it's something that I've always loved, and it's fascinating to hear people say, "Oh, I don't like it." I, go, I don't give a shit. That's what I it saw is. you do. Uh, I guess it was somebody won a contest on Perez Hilton, and you get and you did his makeup. Mm-hmm. It seemed to take a really long time. Uh, yes and no, and that was an awkward situation because I was quite exci- not excited by the fact that it was Perez Hilton, but uh, here was this <laughs> opportunity to get to go do something. And douchebag, he wasn't there. Uh, but we were in his, in his offices, and I'm like, he's got an office? Like, how, what the fuck? That man's what was a millionaire. Uh, it's like a real office? It doesn't matter. She looks like her. Uh, but uh, <laughs> not, not the sweetest person. Uh, but 
um, here was this whole setup of like, you gotta get somebody together. And I'm like, oh God, it's nothing worse than, than having to put somebody in drag, especially somebody for the first time. You're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And you just, you know, lather it on, but it probably took about an hour. I mean, usually that's prep time. And what does it take you to do yourself? Uh, an hour, yeah. Just for face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even the wig? Uh, no, no, I, I do it all together. Okay. I mean, Can you travel. give us like a little step-by-step? Well, you, you, you shower, you shave. Mm -hmm. uh, it takes a minute to shave, just your balls. Uh, and then once you <laughs> shave it, uh, <laughs> you enjoy that, didn't you? <laughs> Producer <laughs> Vicky's having a giggle. <laughs> um, uh, it's good. Balls. Oh, my God. Um, but they're shaved. Uh, no, it takes a minute. I, I, it's all about shaving, and then you do it. I mean, for me, I just kind of go into the zone. You know, you start with your base, and you start with your eyebrows, and then you just... You get rid of your eyebrows, though. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, I glue what them do down. You... You use this Straight stuff up called glue? Prosade. Prosade is a surgical adhesive that you use, and uh, it's genius when you want to hide something. Um, and, you know, you put it on, you powder, and then you just add layers. And then the great thing about being a drag queen is that you just draw everything bigger. So my eyebrows are kind of like in my hairline at that point. But yeah. it gives you that open look to yeah. make you look excited. Is there, like, a lot of, um, like, territorial behavior about, like, beauty secrets and stuff? Or are people, like, sharing, like, you know, tips and tricks? No, we all talk. Tips and Tips and tricks. Yeah, uh, tips and tricks. That's good to go with. <laughs> uh, no, um, with, it, well, in the drag race community, we all talk about what's going to make it faster, what's going to make it easier, what can we do to, you know, speed the process up. So it's it's been pretty amazing as far as China. And there's, so there's some queens who are from drag race who are brilliant, like Miss Fame. Do you mm -hmm. know Miss Fame? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, brilliant makeup. I mean, gorgeous makeup. Not what I do. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm like Liza on crack. And she's like <laughs> a soft feminine beauty. Uh, but it is fascinating because you find out later, you know, this works for you, that works for you, and, you know, speeding up the process. So what do you do to, like, pamper your face after all of that beating and shaving? Oh, and well, I'm going to the Bahamas, actually, on Saturday, so I'm quite excited. Good I'm for at you. this resort, and I have a couple facials planned. But then you can't have a fa You know how it is. You know, with beauty, you can't do a facial, and then everything break out, and then you're yeah. covering up all that madness. Uh, but uh, I love got, a mask. Like on I'm a, at yeah, home. What kind of mask? Like, give uh, us, like, specific. We want details. Yeah. I, bought it on, I bought it on Amazon. Uh, it's that black coal... Uh, like a charcoal thing? thing? Yeah, charcoal thing, where everybody's pulling out the blackheads. It's activated charcoal. It's genius. <laughs> but the thing that saves you, Clarisonic, is my favorite okay, thing in the world. Okay, yeah, I love Clarisonic. Yeah. And a dermatologist told me when I was 18 years old to remove makeup... I use coconut oil, which is the best. Okay. You buy coconut oil and uh, Johnson Johnson baby shampoo. That's the trick. Oh, and we're talking the about theater makeup. Yeah, you I mean, the baby, like you, clown. Yeah, yeah. you spend baby money shampoo. On, on a fancy, you know, you spend money on yeah. a fancy wash, but it doesn't get to your skin. So you use that to break it down, and yeah. then you use your fancy wash. Now, what do you use to moisturize? I mean, uh, you have to put the, the hydration back I'm into brown, that skin. I'm brown. I don't moisturize. That you don't moisturize? No, I'm brown. You don't have to. Your lips look pretty moisturized. Yeah, we're going to oh, send you done. something. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. I'm nervous about that skin. Yeah, no, but yeah. I mean, you look good, but I just like, I feel like we've got to put the hydration. Back. I look good, but you feel it. Oh. Not everybody um, is like corpses in the winter like us. I'm <laughs> drinking water. That's this. true. You have a big pollen spring. Um, so what do you think about, we talked briefly about mm. like the Kardashians, but yeah, there's I also don't. this whole vlogger. <laughs> you <laughs> you just don't, don't think about that. They're the worst. No, but there's this whole... <laughs> There's this whole moment right now in the beauty world of using baking, contouring, strobing, all these things that truly got their start in the drag community. Completely. And I feel like you guys don't often get credit for that. Does that annoy you? No, no, no never. I mean, you look at these people and you go, it's what it is. It's funny because Kim Kardashian was on a flight uh, from L.A. to New York that I was on. And I was there and I thought, okay, this unfortunate soul looks like Chris you know, uh, Kim Kardashian, and then I realized it was her. And oh my it was God. Quite disturbing. Not what was disturbing? 
disturbing like, about it. Well, not that she was out of drag, but I mean, it was a normal face, but it was, her body was very disturbing because in photos, you assume that they're bigger. Obviously, everybody yeah. seems taller. Uh, but she's like disproportionate. That ass, that fake ass is, is quite disturbing in person because you're like, no. No, no, no. It's like how are you how are you staying vertical right well, now? Well, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden normal, 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 ass. But don't tiny legs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. Uh so it's it's kind of midget like when you see her and you go, mm, this is unfortunate. But <laughs> what, what I was most fascinated by is that it, it is a lot of makeup and I think that it's important for women to realize you need the makeup. You wanna look good, pile it on. Here is someone <laughs> who with no talent. There's someone who, you know, made a sex tape and now she's famous, but her makeup's on point. God so do you feel like her. that's why she's gotten a lot of her notoriety? Well, I don't know, well, the apparently, she knows what she's doing. I mean, she's. Do you think her makeup right looks people. good? Um, well, there's a queen that's doing it. You know, there's mm -hmm. some there's some gay man who's painting her up and mm -hmm. telling her this is fierce. She could look amazing. It's good, but it's also not human. So when yeah. I see it, I go, all right, it's great. It looks good in a picture, but it's not. Real life, like people shouldn't be going out like this. I don't think you should go that far. No, yeah. I mean I'm a drag queen, and I'm saying cut back. When I see <laughs> yeah. girls on the street though, and I see like they're like overlining and they've got like the big contour, I'm like, this is it's it's not appropriate it's for like for day, day to day. Yeah, it's like as I told you before, it's great if you're a corpse. If you're dead, <laughs> for your dead grandmother, it's a good look. But. And what about the new trend? And I hate saying a trend, but we're seeing it with like bigger companies like CoverGirl and you know like Milk Makeup, makeup for guys. Is this something you're psyched about? Well, I think it's funny. I, it was funny. I saw that uh, new CoverGirl commercial, and I thought, oh, it's so great. They have a boy involved. It's cute, right? Uh, but makeup, uh, no, come on. I mean, we all use it in the gay community. Everybody's got to do a little concealer every now and then. Or are or, you happy that it's more mass now, or like that? I you know, am it's well, first of all, I don't buy CoverGirl. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's not cutting it for you. you know, it's not strong girl, enough. Well, they always say CoverGirl doesn't cover boy, uh, <laughs> so I can't, I can't use it. But um, you know, if they gave me a, a makeup deal, then I have to say they're fabulous. But, uh, uh, cover girl. <laughs> cover girl, I love you. Um, but no, um, I, I've never used CoverGirl. But you know, it's important. I think you know, as gay men, we've always used makeup, so I'm not shocked by it. Your show, yeah. tell us. I think it's it's airing this. Tonight, it's this, Thursday. this is airing Thursday. So oh, yeah, Thursday, yeah. So it's airing on Thursday. Logo. Oh, yes. So what can we expect? Uh, expect the unexpected. I was I was Ooh. very lucky. Logo uh, has been extremely supportive of, of of me in general, and they came to me and they said we'd love to do this television show. And I was fortunate enough to get to create it with World of Wonder, who creates Drag Race, and they have very uh, sick, demented minds, and <laughs> we were able to create this opportunity. So it's two episodes that air back to back, and we're quite excited about it. And it's my life moving to Los Angeles, because I was in New York so for scripted, many years. So it's scripted, right? Uh, yes and no. Um, um, we had outlines, and then we improv in the moment. So it's kind Ooh. of, they call it, what is it? Hybrid reality is the new word. Uh, that's, so a, that's a phrase that's being thrown around now? It is. Hybrid, hybrid. reality? Well, it's like, it's like the Kardashians. I was I mean, just going to say, that's like, not, oh my God. It's not real. Uh, but, uh, Wait, it's not real? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Ruining it. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's it's my life moving to Los Angeles because I've been in New York for many years, and I moved to Los Angeles, and I assume that I'm going to be a big star, and everything just goes wrong, and everyone hates me. So screw it's screw them; they don't no, understand. But do you happens. like LA? I love LA. I, I never thought I'd say that, but I do. Uh, with with all the travel that I do, it's great to go back, and the weather's always the same. I have space; I can't complain. I mean, here I had a five floor walk up. I had a, a nasty landlord. I had a leaky radiator. Where did you live? Like in the city? Fifty first and ninth. Mm. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Hell's Kitchen. That's where the gays yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. So I was there for a minute, and I love it. I mean, I love New York, but with traveling, it's it's easier to be in Los Angeles because it can get in and out without any trouble. There's never any snow, no delays. It's good. You driving? He already sounds like uh, an LA person. Not yet. I take the 405. I'm not Look, he's wearing a beanie wearing, and sunglasses I'm, inside. I am. I am. I am. <laughs> oh my god. 
but it's beauty. It's beauty. I know. I, I, know. Um, I know. But no, uh, it, it, I, I, I love LA because also I'm old. You know, when you get to 40, you kind of You're get, not old. No, but it's great God. when you're 40 and you live at home and you can stay at home and no one comes to visit you. When you go, when you live in New York and you walk out of your apartment, you fall on 20 fans. Oh, no, it's horrible. You know, it's like, oh, God. And then you <laughs> yeah. end up at brunch and you're drunk. So <laughs> Day drinkings and falls. That's what the games no, do. It's very overwhelming that you walk outside your house and it's just like an assault on the senses. Yeah, it's like, hey, girl, hey, girl. Oh, I gotta talk to her. Yeah, so it all happens. <laughs> so it's nice in LA because no one knows where I live, so that's good. Um, before we let you get out of here and travel on your ways and bring merriment all over, we have <laughs> <laughs> is that what I'm doing today? Totally. We're in a festival. In case you didn't know. Merriment. Um, oh, this is your Christmas special. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Cool. We ask every guest we have on the podcast to share some of their favorite products. And I have to ask first, you smelled so delicious when you came oh, in the room. You. Tell us your fragrance. Aveda. Uh, I use, oh. There's an Aveda spray. It's called Chakra 2. Uh, and I was I was in uh, Never Go, uh, but it was, um, what, is, what is that horrible place that I went to? Um, <laughs> I was at an airport, uh, and I was delayed. A horrible airport. It was a snowy area. I can't think of where it was. Um, Anyway, bad airport, and I went in and I smelled. I could just smell a beta. Yeah. You know how it is. You get yeah. off the plane, you're like, I need something. Yeah. And I went to a beta, and uh, they said it's chakra, and it's great. It's a great spray that I use, which is fabulous. Uh, I do enjoy that. That was bought in an airport. Um, beauty wise, I love um, uh, voluminous uh, mascara. It's the mm. best. It's cheap, oh, it's but it's Jess's good. It's Jess's favorite. It's very good. Yeah. It's doesn't it? It's like it has like a nice wet feeling to it's, it. It's good, and it also just creates those good. I mean, I wear lashes, but. Well, everybody does in the commercials. You know, they always like, oh, this is lash extensive. And they yeah. always put in the bottom. Yeah. Lash, like, lash enhanced. Maybe enhanced. Yeah. It's like Whatever. a tiny, like only yeah. a mouse could read it. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's also interesting because people don't do lashes well. Have you noticed that? The extensions are great when mm -hmm. you add the extensions, but one by ones yeah. are always fabulous. But uh, people don't do them well because they don't graduate them. Because usually when you buy it's extensions, just like a straight strip. you look like a big bunny. It's yeah. like just, just <laughs> big old. Piggy. Yeah. It's one look, and that's not good. Um, but I, I do love Balloonist Mascara. Um, and Kevin O'Quinn Base is the best. Uh, mm. He's got a great concealer. Well, he's dead, but but the, the company's Central still Central Skin, skin Enhancer. It, there's a brilliant uh, concealer that is like geisha makeup, and it's great coverage. Yeah. A teeny tiny yeah, bit. Yeah. Don't use much, uh, but it's the best thing You're going to have use. that till you're dead. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, have you seen me? <laughs> it's my it. look. It's my look. Uh, no, but that's an amazing thing. Uh, my other, uh, MAC, MAC Red uh, Ruby Woo is my favorite lipstick. Mm. Classic. And they're lip pencils. I mean, because, you know, as a drag queen, you add so many layers of stuff. But their cherry pencil and their vino pencil is brilliant because it can write over so much base. And it's still no, good coverage. You still get that color payoff. You still get it. We call that color payoff. Color payoff. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. I, You're I welcome. Know, you can bring that to, like, your friends at the them. race. I'll yeah. tell the trans community. <laughs> color payoff. Yeah. No, um, that the girls at Fat Mascara. No, it's genius, though, because you can write over all that base. And, uh, you know, you don't want a lip uh, lip pencil that you just can't. You have to just keep going. But, but yeah. the cherry pencil is brilliant by MAC. Lovely. Yeah, I don't like their bases because they're too muddy for me. But. I love that like you've like rattled off a bunch of the classics. You yeah, know, you know your shit. You ones. know your shit. No, it's it really gives me faith. Like the classics are classics for a reason. They're good. And, you know, let me tell you, I, people are always like, "Oh, you must use." I go, no, it's nothing fancy, nothing glamorous. It's that if I can buy it at a drugstore, I'm excited because usually mm -hmm. you're traveling to another city or another country, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm not in Australia." 
and then you end up going to that Rite Aid or that pharmacy, and, and you're they like, have it. There it is. Yeah, mm. yeah. And what's on your nails? Uh, oh, well, you got I this like black, like, like rock and roll black. nail. Yeah. No, I wish it was fancy. It's like Sally Hansen drugstore. It's very Dave uh, Navarro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm losing, I'm losing it. I just keep adding another layer. It's really horrible, but don't get close. But uh, yeah, Sally Hansen's amazing. She's got great products too. Have you used any Sally Hansen? We have. Yeah, yeah. I she's... still haven't figured out if she's actually a woman or well, if that's it's just like, the name. It's like Jenny Craig. Is yeah. she real? Is, is she? she? Right in, listeners. There was a real Jenny Craig. There was. Yeah, there was. Are you kidding me? No, was there Mary Kay? What happened? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. She died, yeah. She, yeah. she was old. What's yeah. with you and death today? Jeez. I'm, I'm all about it. No, <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. In 2016, everything dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> thank you Watch so much. Watch the special, everyone. We are so excited. Yes, we'll we'll be screaming watching it. This yeah. Tonight, Thursday, tonight. Logo. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, tonight, yes. I'm, I'm quite excited. It's quite fun. It's called Not Today Bianca. It's on Logo. And, and you know, if it goes well, then we get to do more. So I'm very excited. <laughs> Woo! Thank you. Jess, you know how facialists and derms are always telling us that the skin on our body deserves the same attention as the skin on our face? Well, Sol de Janeiro is giving me the inspiration to actually follow that advice for once. The Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is basically clinically proven skincare and body cream that smells amazing. The fact that the Beige Flor Elastic Cream smells so good and it's really effective makes it a perfect two-in-one for me. Totally, the scent would be enough to keep me going, but the Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is also packed with some seriously effective skincare ingredients. There's cold press cacao oil. I've also been using the cream on my neck and chest, which is an area that could use some love. But to be honest, I wasn't really inspired to treat it before. However, since I've been using this, I've noticed a big difference. Plus, get this, Sol de Janeiro also did a third-party study of the Beige Flor Elastic Cream and found it improved the appearance of crepiness on consumers' chest skin in just two weeks. It's the smell for me, though, Jen. You can layer the Elastic Cream with Sol de Janeiro's Charosa 68 Perfume Mist. You know the scent. It smells so good. It's got pink dragon fruit, lychee essence, vanilla, sun musk, mm -mm -mm, sheer. You can spray it whenever you want, wherever you want, on your hair, your clothing, your body. There's no rules. And we have some great news. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code mascara10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code mascara10 for 10% off. know if the invitations have started coming in for you, but we're about to enter what I like to call, what kind of underpinnings should I wear to your wedding season? That's right. We probably all have some cute new dresses for weddings and events coming up this spring, and I'll tell you what needs to go under them. Honey love. I am not about to squeeze my way through another person's wedding in uncomfortable shapewear that rolls up. I got the Honey Love Super Power Short. Full disclosure, I also wore it on New Year's Eve because I had on sequins and I wanted everything to lay smooth. And that's what Honey Love does. The Super Power Shorts have targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts without squeezing your curves, and you won't have to worry about the waist rolling down thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. The Honey Love Super Power Short also gives your butt a nice lift. The shorts have these built-in boost bands that give everything a subtle, comfortable, let's just say boost. We're not talking unbelievable plastic surgery levels of butt lifting, just a little zhuzh. And as you know, Honey Love has more than just sculpt wear. They have incredibly comfortable bras. How many times have Jess and I talked about the bras? They also have tanks, leggings, everything you need for everyday support. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off 
honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they're going to ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara. Move with confidence thanks to Honeylove. Guys, I have to admit, I like a little bit of luxury, but I don't want to just buy one luxurious item. I want to buy several things. And that's where Quince comes in. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach so I can buy a couple of things. Yeah, you don't like a little bit of luxury. You like a lot of bit of luxury. Okay, it is a lot. I guess you're right, you're right. Load up your cart though at Quince. It's totally fine. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk. They partner direct with top factories so they cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings along to you and us. And me, for example, I mean, how many things have I bought from Quince? My latest acquisition is the European linen sheet set. I wanted to jump on that whole linen sheet trend. I want to just feel like Cleopatra. And they have so many great colors. It's breathable, feels luxurious, but doesn't cost luxury prices. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash fatmascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash fatmascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash fatmascara. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash fatmascara. Are you ready? I said, I said, I said. You guys, it's morning. We're caffeinated. I had two double chocolate Milanos for breakfast and a French vanilla. Wait, the Pepperidge Farm cookies? Yeah, I love them. It makes a great nutritious breakfast. Oh my God. They're, they're so thick when they're the double chocolate, so they have a nice break to them. You know what I mean? Are you raising Wanda cookies? You know what? That's my little bonus razor wand. Okay. Milano double chocolate ones. Don't well said. Don't fuck with those single single chocolate. Okay, Milanos. it's morning and we're energized, but now it's time for beauty razor wands. Okay. What are you raising a wand to? Jen, you know what my least favorite word in the English language is moist. besides like moist and like uh, all, like gentle what? and all what? that. <laughs> Flanker. <laughs> Did you just snort? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you tell the uninformed flanker. what a flanker is? A flanker first. is like when a, when a a fragrance brand will come out with something like, let's say the br- I'm just making this. I'm using them as an example. There's nothing wrong with this fragrance, but like Estee Lauder Pleasures, and they might come out with like Estee Lauder Pleasures Summer or yes. Calvin Klein Eternity. You know, now. forever. Yeah, Eternity <laughs> now. Exactly, Eternity <laughs> forever. So. Um, those are all great fragrances, but I'm just saying the word flanker yeah. is the, the the term for the kind of like sequel. Lower a wand to the word flanker. <laughs> yes, so lower one to the word flanker. But there is a flanker that just it needs a whole new category Ooh. unto itself because I love the second version Tell. more than the first. Mm. YSL Black Opium. Mm. Opium was the mama fragrance. Yes, and then like. You know, 30 years later or whatever, 30 plus maybe. Black this is almost empty. Yeah, because I use it all the time. I use it in the winter, the wintry months. So now that it's, mm. you know, fall, winter. Describe it. Um, it is like I said to my good friend Kate Foster of Cosmo and Seventeen. She's amazing. I said she loves it too. We both have this like shared love for it. It's like a hug. 
it's like a sexy warm hug. Ooh. It re- it's, you smelled it, right? It's like it's yeah. like a cozy scent, but it has um, coffee in it. I was just gonna say very gourmand. It's a, oh, it's a real but, gourmand, but not in that overpowering angel kind no, of way. No, it's not like a sweet. And I do love angel, but it, it's not sweet. It has coffee, cedarwood, patchouli, creamy very creamy. Um, it's not it's for, a creamy hug. It's, 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 <laughs> that's that's okay. Now you're really <laughs> ruining it, but. Um, it is a very sophisticated, yeah. cozy, sexy hug. Ooh. It's not for a woman who can't handle it. No. All right. This could be your after work to go out at night. Oh, girl, in. I'm wearing it to work. Okay. You do that. Yeah. Um, I need to know what's going on with me. I, if you are going to raise to a hug, yeah. I'm going to raise to a kiss. See what I did Ooh, there? Oh, that's sweet. Um, this is a new, this is Revlon Kiss. It's a new lip balm coming out in January. Yes, I was about to say that is not on the stands right now. It is not. So what, two, three weeks, you'll be able to get your okay. little paws on it too. Um, so it's like a chubby crayon almost, but it's a lip balm. SPF 20 comes in flavors. Personally, I think it's Revlon's answer to Maybelline's Baby Lips, that oh, huge franchise. Yeah. I'm okay with the Baby Lips, but they're a little bit waxy for me. This is a shiny lip balm with sunscreen, but the flavor... Oh my gosh, this coconut one, mm. it's like, it's a little vacation on my lips. Nice. Like, if you wanted to kiss me right now, it would be really good for you, I'm just mm. saying. <laughs> um, this one is the clear, it's clear, coconut is clear. Yeah. You know, they always make the fruit match the color. There's like a strawberry one that I think is pink, and like the peach one is peach. Um, but but they're like six bucks, Revlon Kiss, when they come out in January. And that's going to be great when you have no money in January, but you want a little beauty, like, treat. A hundred percent. Snap them all up, Revlon Kiss, you're going to like it. Love that. Good pick. We mentioned a lot of products and people and places and brands and things in this episode. So I just want to put it out there. If you want to find out where any of those things are, go to fatmascara.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and at fatmascara for both of those things. And you can also contact us directly by emailing us at info at fatmascara.com. So profesh. So profesh. Thanks for listening, guys. everyone it's jen and jess from the beauty podcast fat mascara here to talk about sol de janeiro so many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face one of our favorite ways to do that is with sol de janeiro's beige flor elastic cream a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks plus it's scented with sol de janeiro's charosta 68 fragrance sol de janeiro is offering you 10 percent off your first order on sol and free shipping with the code acast 10 that's s-o-l L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.